Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to this episode of Kennedy Saves the World, and today I'm going to save your New Year's bow day because everyone wants to firm up Buttercup, but no one knows how. Because uh, you've lost a step during the lockdown during the pandemic. It was kind of cute in April of 2020. uh, But now you're a big tub of goo going into 2022. That's not good for me. It's certainly not good for you. And uh, it's it's tough reining back in. I know. And, And people get very, very frustrated because everyone does the wrong thing in January, which is everyone goes to the gym and crowds the treadmills for about three weeks. And then they give up and they go back to claim jumper and they get back on the couch. And all of it is a long term recipe for disaster. And I know you want to get your swerve on. You want to be sexy. And I don't blame you. So I can't do this alone. I can't whip you into shape by myself. So joining me today, he is a, a fitness guru. He is a fitness coach uh, who started doing uh, boot camps in parks in England and developed a massive following. And uh, he also has these fantastic 15-second recipes on Instagram. Joe Wicks, fitness god of the century, joins me on Kennedy Saves the World. Welcome to the podcast, my friend. Thank you, Kennedy. And what a lovely introduction. I haven't had such a like, hyped up intro ever to a podcast. So thanks for that. No, it's a big deal. And uh, I'm glad you're here because people don't know where to start. And when people don't know where to start, that's when they end things pretty quickly and they feel really badly about themselves. And I don't want anyone to be in that position because obviously uh, fitness and the pursuit of health is a lifelong path and you're going to have times where you veer off the path. But the nice thing about the path is it's always there for you. So you're obviously uh, from the UK. What what are the differences between like American fitness trends and failures and those in the UK? Like do people work out and seek the same goals or are there interesting differences? Well, firstly, I think there's a huge shift at the moment from people thinking around you know, exercising for fat loss and, and to, for body image to really think about their mental health. And I think it's really important to acknowledge that a lot of people have suffered through, you know, through the lockdown and the pandemics. It's been difficult emotionally and we've turned to food and alcohol and it's been difficult to motivate ourselves. So I think if you are in that position, you're not alone. But the most important thing to know is that you can, you know, the great thing about the human body is that we can really, we can turn things around. We can get active. We can move our bodies. We can change our mindset. And I think I really am promoting that message around exercising to feel good and doing it for your mental health because once you can do that the physical transformation will come um so it's really about keeping it simple but i think the biggest issue that anyone makes either side of the pond is that people do too extreme a diet or they do they cut out too much stuff they make it too difficult so it's really about breaking it down keeping it simple and going i just call it like small daily wins where you just try and do one thing a day that's positive that's going to get you in the right direction yeah and then it's like muscle memory And then you're not even thinking about things. And then you can add 
uh, new things to your repertoire. I think that's that's really smart. And, you know, don't worry about what people think of you at the gym. And, and that's something that, that bums me out. Like, there are people who go to the gym to be seen and, uh, you know, they have firm, big butts and, and don't don't have uh, gym envy. It's 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 not it's not worth it. Like when you go, I always tell people find what you love because you know it's like I talk about this a lot. I do triathlons. I've been doing them for twenty six years now. I really like them. It's a lot of work, but I never focus on how I look or working out when I go to the gym. It's, it's all about training and it's all about trying to get faster. And that focuses me in a different way because if I only went because of how I looked, I think I'd probably give up pretty fast and uh, I, I would do myself a great disservice. Yeah, I think that's a great way to look at things. I think a lot of people come into fitness, maybe it's because of body image. They want to change the way they look. And if that is a motivation that keeps everyone fit and healthy, then we'd all be really fit and healthy and lean all year round. But it's, it's just not a big enough drive. And I, I do believe what you're saying and, you know, setting yourself challenges. Like, see exercise as something to get you stronger, to get yourself, you know, mentally strong as well and feeling confident. And it, it really comes down to, like, you know, doing what you love consistently. And I'm a big believer in, obviously, the gyms are great, but for the majority of people that can't get to the gym or don't feel confident, I really believe in home workouts. So I've got a YouTube channel, um, which I share regular workouts on. And, you know, you can do 15 minutes a day. And I, I do believe that, like, you don't have to spend hours exercising. And I think when people take away that thing of, it's punishment and you've got to do it to lose weight. That's when you can really start to feel liberated. You can start to do it for the right reasons. But I think, you know, getting in the kitchen and learning to love food and cooking food is the most important thing. Um, and secondly is trying to, you know, be, become more active. And then that could be anything. It could be walking the dog. It could be cycling. It could be doing a hit workout. But I think really have to just do what you love and, and try and do it consistently because, you can lose your fitness very quickly, but if you if you want to continue, you've got to maintain it throughout the year. You have to. I mean, and that's also if if you talk to people who are in good shape in their fifties and sixties and seventies, uh, they'll tell you like they they just never stopped. You know, I have a friend who is sixty and he's in phenomenal shape because he has always trained. You know, and and he has always challenged himself. And people who are really fit can find a way to do a workout no matter where they are. You know, for a lot of people, they yeah. need a treadmill and a couple of 10-pound weights, and they can make a full-body, solid workout in 30, 45 minutes with just that and be in phenomenal shape. And, you know, I, I think you are right because it's, you know, to go just a couple extra blocks with your dog. I've been doing that with my dog lately because he's a fat French bulldog, and I love him so much, and he's a total sausage. And I think he's adorable and voluptuous and beautiful, but the vet thinks he needs to lose a few pounds. So we go, like, two extra blocks and it's the same thing with people and you know i love the high in intensity interval training I, I think it is you get the most bang for your buck but a lot of people they don't like treadmills you know the peloton has grown in popularity i know they, they've had a, a dip here recently because people have found something where they're completely distracted uh they get a great workout it's comfortable for them like it becomes familiar very quickly and then you can make those incremental gains like i'm not a fan of crossfit but i understand why crossfit works for people because they can go into a crossfit gym and they see that you know they can increase their reps they they see measurable improvement pretty quickly and and that's what gets people hooked yeah i mean look there's so many ways to get fit and i just think the most important thing is that 
it's really important, like going into 2022, like that nothing is more important than your physical and mental health. And I think if you focus on, you know, doing it to feel good and to have energy and to feel less stressed and anxious and calm and, you know, more, more kind of optimistic, that that's the most important thing. That's what's going to, that's what's going to bring you back to the exercise. So I always say that the motivation and the feeling you want is waiting for at the end of it as at the end of a workout. So it could be a, a bike ride. It could be a hit session. It could be anything you like, but you're never going to, you're not always going to wake up super motivated, but by doing something, you're going to realize that it changes the way you feel. It fundamentally changes that, you know, your brain, the chemistry in your brain to make you feel more positive and optimistic. And I think in a time when everyone is feeling very anxious and stressed and frustrated by what's going on, it's like we need to do it for our mental health. And that is something I keep repeating. I'm a bit of a broken record of it, but I never used to talk about things like this. It was always about fat loss and changing your body for the beach and getting lean. And I've just, my whole narrative shifted and it's really, it's really helping a lot of people because when you reframe your thinking, that's when you can actually really focus and actually become much more intrinsically motivated. Yeah. But that, that stuff's nice as a, as a side effect, you know, firming things up and uh, looking like a sassy beast. Like, that's great if if that if that follows from what you're doing, but you're absolutely right. And and I had a triathlon coach, and um, one of the the great things he taught us because you know we always train together as a team. And uh, when we would finish a tough workout, whether it was an ocean swim or climbing hills on the bike, he would say, "When you're done, high five each other. Like be really excited about that." And and he would tell us to do that after our hard workouts. You know, and even if it's not a hard workout, even if it's, you know, a pretty ordinary workout, but you had a really tough time getting up and getting going, then celebrate yourself when you're done. And, you know, I I think that sort of positive reinforcement pays dividends because when you get used to that feeling and acknowledging how good you feel when you're done with a workout, that can be a huge motivating factor for people and you have a couple of those if you chalk those up and instead of focusing on the anxiety getting out of bed the anxiety getting into your gear whatever it is focus on how you feel at the end 100 percent, i totally agree and i also think it's about not just the exercise i mean that's just one element but i also think the three most important things are sleep which a lot of people underestimate you know, exercise and then food and, and the nutrition you put in your body. And I think if you, you might not win every day on all of those, you might have a late night, you may not get a workout done, but you may put a really healthy recipe and a good meal together and eat that. Like that's one simple win. And I think sometimes people are so um, overwhelmed by the, the goal. Like if they've got a lot of weight to lose or they're very over, you know, very unfit. So I say, don't look at that big picture, that end goal, which could be six months or a year away. Just think about today. Like what, what could be a small little win today that you could have for yourself? And and I do think that's an important way of looking at it because one little thing you do good for yourself, it gives you that motivation. Oh, I've had, you know, I've had a good day. I feel good today. I'm positive about that. And then the next day you can just repeat a few of those habits and it all, all these little things start to compound and then you can really go on a physical transformation. Yeah, and, and that's such a good point because people, they often bite off way too much January 1st. And they're like, nope, this is it. I'm quitting drinking. I'm, I'm going keto. Uh, I'm going to the gym twice a day. And if you diverge from that once, then you feel like a failure and then it's easy to give everything up. Like there, there is this all or nothing mentality, which, you know, it's that's what sabotages ultimate success is like thinking that you have to do all these things all the time. And it's like, I'm only drinking water and green juice and that's it, man. And, uh, you know, yeah, sometimes it, green juice tastes gross. That can work for some people. Like some people that are truly like, 
they got that button in their head, they just switch and like they're fully committed and they never look back. But it's very rare that someone can stick to something so extreme. And so, yeah, like if, if you love your food, the last thing you want to do is put yourself on a low calorie diet. And if you love carbs, you love pasta and rice and bread, the last thing you want to do is a keto diet because you're going to really not going to enjoy that process. But you know, you can just reduce the portions, you can eat a bit smarter, you can train a bit more, you know, and you can start to get that energy balance because as long as you're, you know, as long as you're exercising, being active and you're eating a healthy amount of food, you're going to gradually lose the weight and gradually get a bit stronger and leaner. But to do it all in one go and try and just cut out everything, like, like you said, alcohol and chocolate and cheese and all the things you love, it's yes, so unrealistic yes, and so... Un- yes, yeah. all three. So you're, we got the same, yeah, we share the same passions, but I, you know, I, I love fitness and I love cooking. I think it is easier when you have a bit of a passion to get in the kitchen. Because if you're someone who loves, you could still love exercise, right? There's that thing, you know, you can't out train a bad diet. So even if you enjoy exercise, you kind of tick that box off, but you're getting food delivered every day. You're eating takeaways and getting, you know, ready meals and fast food. You're going to really struggle. So it's like, you've got to try and fall in love with the cooking as well and take it back to basics. And, you know, when you get that right and you've got the exercise hand in hand, then, then your body will truly transform. But until that point, you could, it's just an uphill struggle with it, you know? Don't go anywhere. More Kennedy saves the world right after this. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So how do you keep going past the third week in January? Like, what happens? Why do people fall apart then? Well, I think people go for the most extreme like measures. So they'll do like a low calorie diet. They'll cut everything out. They'll join a gym, which is probably really expensive. And maybe it's half an hour away and you get caught in traffic. And there's a lot of friction. I just think you've got to remove the friction and the barriers, the resistance between you and exercise, you and healthy food and you and a good night's sleep. So, you know, focusing on, you know, getting to bed early. This seems like such a simple thing to say, but turning your phone off or not reading the news or, you know, going to bed, watching movies really late, like just by going to bed like an hour earlier, that means that the next day you have a bit more energy and you can have a little bit more of a, you know, more intense of a workout. And then you have a bit more energy to cook food and you'll be, you know, more inclined to choose healthier food. It's like, that is an important thing. Um, exercise, you know, can you turn your living room or your bedroom or your garden like into the place you work out? Because if you can, and you've got your kettlebell or a couple of dumbbells and you do a home workout, you're there, like you've done it. 25 minutes, it's done. Um, and the same with the food. Like, can you just make sure your cupboards and your fridge is just stocked up with some good, healthy food so that when you come home from a day's work, that you can just make a quick stir fry or make a quick, you know, a curry or whatever you may do. And the, it's just about making it easy because we're in a world now where it's easy to be unhealthy and it's easy to be lazy because of the, the technology and all these apps that deliver stuff to your door. Like I, I've been staying in Santa Monica and there's these robots that deliver your food. They're like driving on the road. It's crazy. Have you ever heard of these? Yeah. No, I love Santa Monica. And I'm glad you mentioned it because uh, Santa Monica's Second Street has like a concentration of all these fitness facilities, uh, whether it's Orange Theory or Hot 8. Power Yoga was there before Brian moved. But um, something that I want to bring up is, you know, and, and I have a friend who loves Orange Theory and, and she goes almost every day and she absolutely loves it and her running has improved her fitness like she's so happy she looks great she loves orange theory orange theory i've never done it um but 
when I was uh, 20, I discovered Brian Kest's power yoga. And it it changed a lot of things for me because uh, his yoga is so rooted in uh, really physically challenging yourself and being mindful and in the moment and overcoming those difficult sensations where you normally give up and staying in some challenging poses. And, you know, and his whole thing was like, you don't have to be flexible. There's no such thing as being good at yoga. And so during the pandemic, like I rediscovered power yoga and and I do Brian Kest's uh, yoga workouts all the time. And they're like, you're you're sweating. Your heart rate is elevated. Uh, you're challenging all of your muscles, and at the same time, you know you're you're rooting yourself in mindfulness. So, what are some of your favorite workouts? I mean, I totally agree with the mindfulness thing. I, I, I've got into kind of a lot more meditation and, and breath work, as, as especially through the pandemic, because I'm really busy and I move my mind. I'm always running around. It's very physical what I do. So I obviously share YouTube workouts, but I also um, have a fitness app, and I, I've. I'm always doing high intensity workouts, but to slow things down, like you said, and do some mobility work or some stretching and to really like get your joints. Cause I think we, we, we smash our bodies in the gym and do high intensity workouts, but are we really taking care of our joints and our, you know, for, for later on in life? So I think I'm doing a lot more mobility work and I'm, I'm now sort of sharing videos on my YouTube channel, which are for seniors and for people that maybe have a bit of joint joint issues. So I do low impact workouts and um, also yoga and things. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to constantly share content that's going to help everybody, um, you know, whether you're young or old or whatever your fitness level is. Because I, I do believe in fitness for all. I want it to be accessible. So my YouTube channel is one part of it and I have the Body Coach app. But ultimately, you can find what you love really anywhere. Like on YouTube, there's so many great trainers sharing great content that even if you're not into the high intensity stuff, you could find an amazing yoga or Pilates teacher on YouTube. It's completely free. So, you know, always look for that stuff and yeah. use that content that's out there. Or boxing. I'm, boxing is another one where you're just completely immersed in the entire workout. You don't have time to think because you're so friggin' exhausted. Boxing is amazing. So, so give me like one workout that gives you a great big butt. Oh, great big butt. Well, I mean, the best things for that, like obviously your lower body exercises, but you do, if you want to get strong muscles, you need to use weight. So, you know, invest in some dumbbells or a good kettlebell and things like, um, you know, sort of deadlifts or lunges like you know big lunges or even like bulgarian split squats where you put like one foot on the bench one foot on the floor and you sort of drop down into a squat position so you can really you can really strengthen your legs like that but also kettlebell swings are great for building the glutes um i feel like everyone's obsessed with building the glutes but yeah anything also kickbacks where you're like kind of on on your knees and you do a glute kickback they're quite great um but ultimately it's just about consistency i think everyone wants to get results in like six weeks but you know, building muscle, it's hard, even for a guy, like building muscle is tough. It's not easy. You've got to eat a lot of food, you know, lift heavy and get progressive with your, with your weights and stuff. So I think however, you, whatever your goals are this year, make sure that you have a long-term mindset and you're not trying to achieve it in the, you know, in six weeks, because sometimes it just takes a lot longer than that, but you will get there, but you just have to keep, you know, focused and consistent and keep chipping away at it. I like the uh, crab walk with the elastic band. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah, a lot of people are into those bands. I, I've tried them. I actually thought they looked really easy. When I, and my wife got one. I, if you try and do squats with those bands, it's so hard. But yeah, they're yeah. really intense, those bands. They're great. They are. So you do a crab walk, you go side to side and then side to side the other way and you stick your butt out while you're doing it. 
Uh, yeah. Good oh, yeah. Luck, Sally. It's it's tough. <laughs> it's it, it'll it'll learn you. So I do that because in triathlon, you don't have any lateral muscle development. You just everything is is up and down. There's nothing side to side. Everything's like straight forward and back. Everything, you know, swim, bike, yeah. run, the whole thing. So uh, I had a hip injury a few years ago and had to develop all the lateral muscles. And I got into a bar class and I really like that. But now all the bar studios are closed because covid so uh yeah the the elastic band it's it's your friend and do all yeah, of your definitely. booty exercises with the band and thank me later thank me in two weeks ladies and some of you guys too <laughs> yeah definitely guys can't don't neglect the glutes don't skip leg day because i mean everyone does squats and they think about the front of legs but you know doing like hamstring curls and mm, you know yeah. stiff leg deadlifts it's important to do the post like the back and the posterior chain but i really hope that people out there you know just just find the energy and the strength just to try one workout. I always say like you're one workout away from feeling good and from feeling energized and from feeling like things just aren't as bad as they seem. I think we it's really, it's so easy to get drawn into what's happening and then the negative energy in the media. But if you focus on moving your body, you can really change your perspective on the day and how you feel about things. And you can come out of this time stronger and healthier. And I think no one's really talking about that. We're talking about, you know, social distancing and, and the vaccine, but no one's saying, look, get strong, get fit, get healthy, like look after yourself. Cause that's so important that people do that now. It is, but it doesn't matter. I've had, uh, you know, it's like I, I train up to 15 hours a week and I still got COVID twice and I got the vaccine. It's all meaningless. Oh really? So you still got it. How did you feel when you had it? Horrible. Felt awful. Like I was oh, run over well, by a truck both times. First time was worse because it went into my lungs and uh, did a little bit of damage in my lungs. So that's not fun. Uh, second time was not mild. So anyone who tells you that if you can't get it a second time, they're lying. And anyone who tells you that you can't get it a second time if you've been vaccinated, they're also lying. They don't know what they're talking about. So many people in New York had it, got vaxxed, got vaxxed or boosted and got COVID again. And anyone who says that is not true, they do not know what they're talking about. I do think the best insurance policy you have for improving your sleep, improving your state of mind, improving your overall focus is your fitness. So go for that. Incremental goals. I'm a huge fan of uh, entering a race and having a, a sort of a midterm goal to improve your fitness. So, you know, you're running or biking or swimming, whatever the case may be. So you have some event to look forward to and you're slowly whittling down your time, getting faster and faster with each workout. Uh, Wixty, thank you so much for your time. Thanks so much for your time. And it's said, check out my, if anyone wants to have a go, my YouTube channel is called The Body Coach TV and I've got an app um, called The Body Coach. I have all the homework so we can get the meal plans and workouts on there. Do you like The Great British Baking Show? Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. I love Brilliant. it so much. I'm obsessed with it. I can't stop watching it. And uh, it's funny yeah, it's because so I watch it when I'm on the bike and uh, it keeps me from eating while I'm watching it. So, <laughs> yeah, I love that show. It's a brilliant show. I'm glad it, I'm glad it's done well. Over here. I'm glad it's translated over to the, to the U.S. Oh, yeah. That and Formula One. Now everyone's obsessed with all things <laughs> Europe. Uh, Wixie, thanks again. Thanks so much. Take care. Good luck, guys. Bye bye. This has been Kennedy Saves the World. I'm Kennedy. For more podcasts from my friends at Fox, you can go to foxnewspodcast.com. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Oh, go ahead and leave me a review while you're there. I'd love to hear what you have to say. You've been listening to Kennedy Saves the World on the Fox News Podcast Network.
I'm Charles Payne. Listen to my Unstoppable Prosperity podcast so I can get you making money right now. Whether stocks are hitting new all-time highs or in free-fall mode, opportunities abound. So why are so many potential investors still sitting on the sidelines? In a new season of my podcast, I'm going to get you in the game. After 38 years on Wall Street, I'm ready to impart some lessons and get you invested in the greatest wealth-generating machine in history. Listen anytime, everywhere at foxbusinesspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.